Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey, pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back yet again to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. And we're back. We're back. And if you're just tuning in, if you're a new listener, first of all, welcome. Welcome to the cult that is Fly Cool Shit. (laughs) Um, We're a podcast that talks about aerobatics, usually, you know, mostly. Uh, Dabble in little warbird stuff, air show stuff, uh, but certainly follow the food. Yeah, food, drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, we, we basically focus on, uh, the world of aerobatics and, and still coming down off of, uh, the high nationals, man. Um, but we're rounded into, uh, the, the world series of advanced flying. We got whack, AWAC, whack or AWAC, however you want to call it, but whack it's whack week. Yeah. And there's some heavy hitters. There's some, I mean, it's going to be yep. a contest. It's going to be a contest. We have uh, pilots from all over the world ascending on Gene, Nevada. Um, and I, I've got to ask, how, what do you think the percentage of pilots, especially from other countries, that thought they were going to a place just outside of Las Vegas and could basically <laughs> be in Las Vegas? <laughs> I would say, yeah, they're a fair share. I would say at least yeah. 80%. 90%. There's got to be. Yeah, no, there's got to be. a. I mean, you get them for a warning. Yeah. I mean, so. it's funny because um, when I did my my CFI, um, I did it at ATP in Las Vegas and it was out of North Las Vegas Airport. And when I showed up, I so back then they had a two week program. It was for CFI, CFII and MEI. It was a really intense program, but you had to show up basically ready for the check ride. And then they spent a week, you know, polishing you off, no pun intended, um, and and getting ready for the check rides. And so like. Like I'd already been flying aerobatics. Like I had my 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 spin endorsement. I was already you know flying the pits S two C a bunch and very comfortable spinning an airplane. Um, but I still had to go spin a one seventy two with them because it it was I paid for the curriculum, right? Well, another um, portion was having to do a long cross country, and one of the stops was in Gene, Nevada. So we stopped in Gene, Nevada, from North Las Vegas Airport. <laughs> And um, that was my introduction to Gene Nevada. So it was really, it was, it's always been funny. So as soon as I saw that, um, that Gene Nevada was announced for, for WAC, I was like, oh, that's, you know, I guess it's a good spot because it's remote. You know, I'm always thinking remote first, right? Cause you kind of have to, like, you can't put it anywhere that's not really remote. Although, you know, you think about nationals, um, you know, Salina, Kansas. Yeah. Okay. Somebody in New York City that's never been to Kansas may be like, oh, that's remote. But Salina is a it's a it's kind of a bustling town. You know, it's not remote. It's a it's an airport that has airline service, you know, so they make it work. You know, obviously you can make it work other places. But uh, Gene, Nevada, that 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 was the place. Um, and here we are. <laughs> there's, here we are. There's really worlds having worlds, a, a world that's aerobatic championship, though, like leaving the plane out for oh, you know weeks. I mean, it's not your airplane. I guess it doesn't matter. But I mean, I would hate to have to leave my airplane out there overnight. I would be. For, for a, I would be really upset. 
Honestly, yeah, I'd be like, really upset. I don't like doing that. Um, even when one of the partners takes it to a contest over the weekend, you know, know a three day stint. Um, I don't like it. I have dark paint. You have dark paint. Um, yep. You know, um, I typically don't have to worry about you know temps, uh, but you know, composite temps, extras, uh, especially the 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 mid wing three hundred and it being certified. You know, it's old um, composite technology. It's got a temp limit. I think it's one hundred sixty four degrees. Fahrenheit, if I remember correctly, um, and it could reach that. You know, I've pretty dark paint, and you you sit that thing out in the sun. And Gene Nevada, this time of year, yeah, it's not the height of summer, but you know, it's eighty five degree temps um, on a blacktop that could reach one twenty, uh, you know, or more. You know, you just never know. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I so to give to give people a, a little idea, I don't know what the drive is gene nevada to vegas i think it's probably like an hour so it's not it's not close close okay so it's yeah it's outside of vegas but that's like saying uh shit my 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 house is closer to san francisco than gene is to vegas and i don't say i'm outside of san francisco i say i'm about 40 minutes east of san francisco i don't say hey i'm right yeah i'm right outside of san francisco you come into the bay i'm dude i'm right outside you know um and it's a it's a two runway two paved runway and i think they have a grass strip airport that's basically a nothing airport it's next to a casino and a gas station um but there's not much in the town of gene and it's a big glider area from what i was i i I saw glider activity when i flew in there but from what i'm told it's you know given times a year it's a pretty big glider port but um that's that's gene man there's no hangars there's no facilities I feel like um, I would stay in Vegas though and just do the drive. I would we too. Discussed. We've discussed hotel rooms and how important they are to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that casino that's, that's like literally. So I, I went when we, when I landed there, uh, when I was doing training, um, I went and had lunch in the casino. And so it's, it's like literally, it's you walk through a fence, a gate. Is it and, like that crappy casino from um, Vegas Vacation where they got like casino war? Or rock paper scissors. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it's every um you know if you've ever been to like I mean if you've been to Reno and you've been to like Sparks right uh, those that that are uh, listening that have been to the Reno areas is, uh, know what I'm talking about you know if you if you don't stay in the Grand uh, Sierra Resort which is not a resort by the way um, but it's like if you do, if you don't stay in one of the big hotels in downtown Reno. And you kind of go to Sparks and you're like at the Nugget or, you know, or s- something like that. You kind of know what I'm talking about. But it's like, yeah, it's one of those like along the highway. It's not a, a um, Native American gaming casino, but it's like it's not a it's it. What it ain't is a Vegas casino. <laughs> it, ain't Vegas. <laughs> it ain't Vegas, baby. Um, <laughs> it's 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 one of those that you pull on the side of the road. And, and you know, when you walk through. um, When you walk through. Um, these casinos, and you you, you kind of look around at the people that are on the slots and that are gambling. You're like, it's one in the afternoon on a Tuesday. What the fuck are you doing here? What yeah, are you doing in here, Gene Nevada? In Gene Nevada, along the highway, like, it, what are you doing here? And it's it's kind of one of those. But um, I would imagine most people are going to be staying there. I, I would think. Um, I don't know. Uh, there's because there's not really much else there. I don't know if people are going to be going into Henderson. Uh, Henderson's just outside of Las Vegas, maybe about 15 minutes, so it's a little closer. There are some nicer hotels there. 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. It might be nice for like people from, I mean, not to pick on people, but um, when I went to Romania, wasn't the nicest accommodations in some of the places. So this could yeah. be a step up. This could be a definitely step up. You know, or if you're from Ukraine, Gene Nevada sounds beautiful right now. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I've never been there, so we'll we'll, we'll have to get Shad. Shad Carlson will probably know about it. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting. I think um, you know, unfortunately, I, I you know, one one thing, I, and not, this isn't to rag on whack before it even commences officially, but. <laughs> Um, you know, the, the lack of kind of facilities and amenities, like that's just something that always bugs me. It's, it's always bugged me about regional contests, you know, and that's something that throughout the evolution of this podcast, we've seen a huge change throughout the country in the way regional contests are ran. Yes. So, wouldn't you agree? Um, oh, yeah. And to see whack, you know, it's, it's, it's the world series guys. It's, it's, it, it, I don't know, you know, it should be at a, I think it should be, at, it should have been at a different airport. Um, but I don't know. There's no hangers. Uh, the airplanes are all going to be exposed. You're going to have, uh, how many, there's 50 plus competitors. Is there 80 competitors? I forgot what the total number was. Um, yeah, something like that. I think it's 60 something. Yeah. Something around there. Um, and you're, you're talking about, let's call it 30 airplanes, 20 airplanes, which is a lot. Uh, maybe it's 20. Um, all outside, all exposed. Um, you know, who knows what the security is gonna be like. Is there like a problem with sand and everything like that when it's windy, like desert stuff? You know, I the wind I did bring it up, and, and that's um I think density altitude and wind could potentially be a problem. Although this time of year I don't I don't think so. But again, it's a glider port, so it's gotta be windy. Um yeah. uh I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope it. I hope it kicks off great. I hope the pilots are, you know, well taken care Dude, of. I'm super uh, pumped for it. I'm really. I, I'm super pumped like, too. There's so much like high quality flying that's going to be competing against each other. You know, we all know the U.S. team at this point. We all know the Canadians because we talk about them. But you got yeah. people like Melanie Assel's coming. She's incredible. Yep. Um, you got the French showed up and they're borrowing a plane. Um, so you got some really heavy hitters. Tommy Delard from France is he's uh he's really, really good. Um he's already playing around in Unlimited. Um gosh, and they got Nicholas Ivanov as a coach. So that's as coach, uh, yeah. Incredible. I know that some of the I'm trying to find you got Marcio Oliviera, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Um he's flying at 330 LX. He's really a, a great pilot. Um Somebody was saying they were one of the Brazilians was flying at the practice field and and just tearing it up. Uh, I forget who it was. It wasn't uh, Marcio or something like that. But um, you know Dan Stefanescu from Romania. They brought yep. their own plane, so they're here to yep. play. He's um, he and he's he's no no freaking joke. No joke. Absolutely yeah. no joke. Um, so yeah. So there's some. No, and Brazil's bringing um, a, they're they're fielding a, a, a pretty full team. Um, yeah, France. I'm just kind of looking through the list of competitors from from France. Um, it's not even like I was trying to you know because we always play a game or we'll pick who we who we want to win, but it's a it's for a lot. There's there's ten pilots, I believe, that that can maybe not ten, but definitely over six. 
that I I could I wouldn't be surprised if they it won it all. You know what I mean? And yeah, you know, Siva, it's a lot different than a regional. You know, like a regional, if you don't zero at a higher category, most likely you're gonna you're gonna do really well. Then you go to nationals and you still can zero, but you know, you gotta have, you know, I think you have to be a, a obviously you gotta be a good quality pilot, but you still yeah. can't zero. And then at WAC, um, it's a completely different setup now because you have a, a known, which is pretty much, well, it's a free known. So it's a freestyle, which everybody should is should nail. And, and the top six, at least, are going to nail it. Um, and then you have three unknowns. So, you know, it's a mental game at this point, because I think that, like we were talking about in the past, where, um, you know, when you have a freestyle, you you don't want to fly differently and fly harder than you're used to. You know, you just want to lay it down and, yeah. and lay it down well, because there's not going to be a lot of shifting because everybody knows that sequence, like the back of their hands, the shifting is going to be the unknowns. And I think that's where we're going to see, you know, who's ready, um, who has the foundation. Cause you, obviously it's an unknown, so you don't know what you're going to get, but who's been practicing all the figures, who knows um, how to fly, you know, every figure and who has a good enough coach to put together a free unknown that will fly good for the judges. And, um, and who, and who's better at, 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 um, taking an unknown and, and being able to disseminate it, you know, walk it and fly it. Exactly. Right. Who, yeah. So I think that's where, um, you're going to see a lot. I I'm really, I'm really excited to see how everything kind of, um, you know, plays out, um, and see who's got their psychological game together. Um, I think we're going to see it really come out in the, um, in the first flight, obviously. And, you know, it's really interesting because you, you know, when, when you have a pilot, in anything, whether it's a nationals or uh, a regional, and you don't do so hot on the first flight, like you you're mid packing it, so you're you're winning, you know, your gold winning goals are are out, out the door, and then the next flight you crush it because there's there's no pressure. So right. I'm more excited to see who after the first flight, the top, who the top eight or the top ten or top six, whatever, like that that bracket, and seeing seeing um you know, who, who keeps their shit together. And I think you, if it were me going into this contest, um, you know, I would know, I would know to known my free known right now pretty well. And, um, I would really just want to have, um, you know, obviously a solid known, but I, you know, try to control, troll my head a little bit and just put down something, you know, that's, that's very stable. Um, obviously positioned, I want, I'd want it to be, uh, positioned very well, you know, a good tempo and, and get a, a, a solid score. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't set myself up as getting, going out there and trying to go gold, gold medal the flight. I'd want to fly just really clean and consistent. As, I'd want to fly as good as I did in practice, like nothing more. And then yeah. see, and then see where, see where that sets you out. Cause there's so much flying to do with this contest and to get a zero on the first, uh, sequence, especially one that you know, is devastating to uh, to your ego, to your your the rhythm of of the team and and you for the contest. It's just 
it throws everything that you've been training for um, out the door and to try to go out there and crush it on the first out of four sequences. Um, I don't think it's the right mindset. I think you got to just fly very clean. You have to set the standard. You got to, you know, you want to, you know, fly strong lines and, and let the, let your presence be known, but um, consistent. And then, yeah, obviously, like I said, see where everybody starts setting up, seeing, you know, where people stand. And then the first unknown, um, you know, depending on where you are, you know, if you, if you fly clean and you find yourself mid to lower pack, you know, you got to figure out, you change your presentation. Maybe the judges are looking for something different or, um, you know, just, um, you just try to go for a sequence that may be a little bit more difficult, but presents better, you know, things like that, make adjustments to try to get yourself moved up some positions. So, um, that's where I think uh, we're going to see coaching, um, you know, Jim Burke with the U S team, Ivanov with France, McCartan with, you know, Canada. And, um, I think that, you know, not a lot has been said about their responsibility, but they have a huge responsibility to the team. Um, they've had it. And, and this is where, um, the pressure is going to be on them because all season they haven't, you know, they're training and they're giving them the foundation and, uh, the guidance and the uh, free known and, and, uh, critiquing. And now after the free known it's unknown time and that's where they have to prove their worth. You know, they have to pick the right sequence that's going to fly good for the, cause something that might fly good for say, you know, a, um, you know, a Brit Lincoln might not fly good for a pilot, um, you know, like Marco Bao, who's flying a completely different airplane. And that's the, the thing that's really cool about the U S team is they have so many different airplanes, but you can't not every most likely, um, definitely not an unlimited, but most likely in advance, you know, these free unknown sequences, um, are catered to the performance of the airplane for the most part, unless, you know, it's a superior flying airplane, like the MX where the MX can pretty much fly any sequence, but well, it, you gotta figure, yeah, kind of, kind of mask or, or uh, not mask, but, uh, it could, it, you, it could do, it could do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we had a, uh, Rob put together a sequence for the nationals and it had a 180 degree turn that went into a, uh, a hammerhead with a one and a quarter roll up. And, you know, that really doesn't, that doesn't, that the performance of the SC for, for that day and that sequence, it, it didn't seem like for me, that's why I didn't pick it. Um, I didn't think I can pull that figure off clean. So yeah, I went with a different sequence that, you know, I, I thought was better, but what I'm getting at is, you know, it's, it's all fun to be coach and throughout the year and not, not meaning to dilute it um i understand it's a lot of work but now it's like now the coach should be feeling the pressure not in, in a good way but now it's i think people are realizing how important it is once these unknowns come how important your coach is and how much it means because you're the pilot like you're the machine you know you have the foundation you have the skills and you have to be told what to do pretty much like your coach knows what you can and can't do like he's there to coach you to win so whether that means giving you a sequence, giving you a pep talk, you know, realizing your headspace and trying to calm you down or pump you up, whatever, like that is a coach. A coach isn't, isn't there just to like stand there and, and take a picture. Like there's a lot to it. And, no, and it's probably where they're most vital is, is times yeah. like right now. 
So I'm excited for that point to see um, to see that aspect. Obviously, if a pilot zeroes, God forbid, um, you can't blame a coach for that. But no, you know, sequence picking a sequence can 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 make or break. You know, yeah, with yeah. with this, and when you have Canada and U.S. and France, although I I think France is is a little bit handicapped with with some of the airplanes they're using. Um, I think uh, and and their depth as far as pilots, um, you know, so he, everybody's got a really good chance. And I think it's going to, one of the things that's going to um, be the ingredient to the winning team is, is the uh, coach. Um, so excited. I'm excited. Yeah. And especially um, cause you have, I mean, um, Romania has brought a hell of a team. Um, France. Brazil. Brazil is in full force. Absolutely. Brazil is in uh, like out of full, nowhere. We were out of nowhere. Mentioning them. Nope. Um, and then obviously the U S and Canada, um, South Africa has, um, I think there's five from South Africa. I got to look, look again. Might be less yeah. than that, but, um, a couple from Australia, but yeah, I mean, I, I would say Romania, United States, France, um, and, and yeah. And Canada, um, yeah, not in that, not necessarily in that order, but uh, th- those are th- certainly the, the the biggest fielded teams. And uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to watch because you know, um, for advanced, like you know, how many how many advanced competitors on the U.S. team have been to a whack, right? Um, where they're they're working the dynamic of of foreign teams and the pressure of obviously they, it's home field advantage for the U S and, and, you know, even arguably Canada, um, uh, I, granted Gene Nevada is foreign to everybody, <laughs> but, um, you know, um, the Canadians are used to flying in the United States, uh, FAA rules, uh, not that those don't really apply in, in, in competition, but, you know, um, I, I would say that it's, it's familiar to, um, the Canadians and obviously the U S uh, team, but, um, you know that new dynamic of of watching foreign pilots, um, the mental games of of flying against foreign teams, I, I, that you know, going to play some role uh, in the coming week, I, I would think, and it'd be interesting to watch that because at nationals, it's like you just don't really have that same kind of mentality. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I'm pumped, and I don't even let me see when does it start here. We should know this, right? It's coming up October 24th. Um, uh huh. So everybody's I'm kind still, of they've been showing up this week. Yeah. I think Canada showed up on the week. I think the weekend. I think they got there like three or four days ago. Jeez, so that's a lot of training. I hope they don't burn out. <laughs> Dude, this is the best. All right. Ready for this? The World Advanced Aerobatic Championships are held every two years under the auspice of FAA, FAI. Uh, aerobatics commission the host airport is gene nevada just minutes from downtown las vegas (laughs) (laughs) i love it dude i love it oh my god making this a fantastic venue for pilots family and friends um proceeds from WAC 2023 support the figure one foundation a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to aviation scholarships uh shout out to aj walder and uh figure one on that yeah <laughs> um i wish we could elaborate more on the, on that but go support figure one 
that's all I'll say. Go go send some money to figure one. Um, yeah, that's hilarious. But I'm really excited. You know, um, I, I gotta say, you know, watching. I mean, we talked about this uh, kind of pre-recording, um, but the U.S. has no excuse. I feel like they they have a hell of a team. You know, Brent Lincoln is just coming off of being a uh, national uh, advanced champion. Um, all eyes are going to be on her. I think a lot of eyes. Yeah, I was about to say that. Um, That's going to be. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think she'll I think she'll do good. I mean, it, she's been training a lot. She's got Craig and, you know, yep. he's got a load of experience and um, you'll know, see what happens. I mean, that's. That's what's cool about this. It's such an interesting dynamic. I mean, you could be the sickest pilot uh, back home. And we've always said this. And it just, it's so different when you're in a competition environment who yeah. can perform and who can't, you know? And um, and you see it too with like some of the people that like, if whoever wins, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, well, you know, like I just had a bit. It's like, well, yeah, like that's, it's not just flying when you're at a contest. It's, it's mental, you know? It's, so much it's, more than that. And I have no problem, you know, admitting, you know, somebody that somebody could be better than me that that I beat at a contest that they're probably better than me at home. I don't give a shit, you know, yeah. like that's home. That's nothing. Uh, but go to a contest and and get your head right. That's pretty difficult, you know, especially there's so many. Gonna... Yeah, there's so many components to this that are that are outside of the box. No, no pun intended here. Um, you know, uh, there's the you're working with so i mean the pressure of just being at whack you know if you let that get in um i would imagine that you know if you let if you allowed yourself to think about it it's it's a huge amount of pressure you're at world aerobatic advanced aerobatic championships it's huge yeah you know it's not something to be taken lightly or for granted but it's also it's like you know at the end of the day like you talk to somebody like rob holland it's like yeah i just i show up and i try my hardest every day and that's all I can do. And it's like, yeah, if, yeah, and I, th- I think he truly believes that. And I'm not, I'm not saying that he doesn't, but um, you know, if, uh, if pilots can just show up and it's just, it doesn't matter where you fly, if it's a Tuesday or a Friday, if you get first order uh, flight or last, you just show up and you just do what you do. If you can mentally be in that space, that mental maturity is so important when it comes to something like this. Cause at a regional contest, it almost doesn't even matter, you know, but at WAC, the mental, the mental faculties are going to make a break a pilot because everybody's here because they can fly, you know, for the most part, um, obviously you can show up as a, you know, anybody can enter. Um, but when you're mm-hmm. on a team, you've made the team, you've been trained as a team, uh, and you're flying across, uh, in some cases across the planet to be here for your country and your team, you're, you're pretty good. So I think there's no question that the pilots here can fly. It's going to be yeah. all the other stuff. And there's there's this assassin. I mean, Melanie from Britain slash France. Yeah, flying for the UK um, UK flag uh, at WAC, but you know, formerly unlimited French pilot. Or was yeah. she advanced on the French team? She was, she was team. unlimited, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yep. 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 Um, that's right. Yep. And uh, and flying. Uh, you know, it's um, we're seeing this more and more, and this might this might um require its own podcast to talk about it more but i think do you feel like um because we have Silliberti on the advanced team who was going to go for unlimited um who has gone for unlimited in, in, in the past dropped down to advance made the team um chris combs he, he's flying as an independent um 
this uh this season pilot. um but he he had uh i think he had tried out for the unlimited team or at least uh was eyeing the idea of going for the advanced team um i'm sorry for the unlimited yeah. team and his fine advanced but um you know there's a few on here that that have either that have shifted you know advanced to unlimited and limited to advanced um that's becoming kind of more are we, are we talking about that more in the sport the, yeah that idea I mean, of yeah i mean there's there's going to be a shift i mean but you know it's you're talking about unlimited right yeah going from unlimited yeah, like, to advanced yeah I, I think that you know we we really we dabbled in, in the topic but you know it's 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 an extremely technical category with with that demands a lot of time and a lot of uh uh training and and it's more f- i don't want to say like it's a f- it's gonna sound so uh weird um it's definitely more physical um as far as you know all the different rotations and and just the amount of i just think it's a little more g than than in the past but um, mm-hmm. It's more physical. I think you got to be in great shape to do it. So I think you might have these people that, you know, are, have been flying unlimited and um, that one. And I, and honestly, I can, I would not, not that my opinion or my, yeah, like, don't t- take this with a grain of salt, but, you know, I think that'd be a great thing. If people aren't enjoying the unlimited category for whatever reason, you know, pick your poison and they drop down to advance you know advances gosh that is no small task and you know we're seeing it now because um you know we're adapting the the free unknown so advanced uh like this year's uh nationals you know with the figure selection and and obviously uh nationals prior uh recently you know we're picking figures and people are designing sequences and they're trying to you know pick up a super technical figure that they're good at that maybe a competitor is not so they can you know beat them and win so um it is not an easy category like in, in the early 90s um so you know yeah it's a different it's it's different now yeah i think i i mean i not this i don't know what the right sentence is here you know i would like it i think it would be cool to to see some heavy hitters in advance and and mixing it up and and having fun that way you know and it, and it could be a not only a smart choice for them, you know, uh, risk wise or whatever, but it could be just that's the lifestyle, you know. Like you need, you know, certain people aren't going to do something to to just do it. Like some people are are just super competitive, and it's it's really cool. So, you know, if they know, like, hey, I can't, I just can't dedicate myself to unlimited. I don't have the time or whatever to train. And I'm not going to just, right. you know, not fly and advanced is definitely more than it used to be. And I have the time for that. And there's a, a good crop of pilots that I can compete against and be in competition with, because that's why we do this. Um, and they're going to go to advance. And like I said, it's not, it's not, it, I wouldn't call it a step down. I mean, yes and no, no. but it's, you know, you got not to fly at this level yeah it's you know it's something that you know if you're a great pilot that can fly the advanced figures well um that's cool but you know the advances 
is pretty intricate uh, to present perfectly and right in right in front of their face or or in the right position of the box and and all your little cheats. You know, it's it takes some thinking. Um, so I'd make um, I'd make the argument that um, being a uh, an advanced uh, a competitive nationally and world um, advanced pilot is way more challenging than being a regional uh, region a mid packing regional unlimited pilot. Oh yeah. Maybe even unlimited mid packing unlimited, you know, uh, pilot. Uh, I mean, to fly advanced this well, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, looking at it as a downgrade is like such a, it's such a, um, gosh, I don't even know what the word is. It's, it's like so yeah, mean. It just, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's, um, it's, it's coming, it's coming from a place of, of not knowing, I think for, for those people that are, are going to be saying that. Um, so, but yeah, it's, it's certainly interesting. Um, and then maybe, you know, one day we'll be lucky enough. We'll see, um, a nationals be uh virtual kind of like airway errors. There we go. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what? That's a great segue. That's just, a, <laughs> that's just a hell of a segue. Um, I want, uh, fools. oh my God. Wouldn't it? I, the IAC should start doing that, you know, a little April yeah. Fool's joke. Um, yeah, I want to get back. To, I want to get back to wax. I do want to maybe not make some picks, but like, you know, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I mean, we have to do some predictions, but uh, yeah. Air Race X. Can we, can we we're going to can we sidebar and talk about Air Race X and how weird this whole thing is? I don't get it. I mean, I literally I think I was texting you. I felt like grabbing a GoPro or like some type of like video camera. And just pretending I was doing it too, because might as well. <laughs> Can you What's imagine if I just started posting like, "All right, getting up, getting ready for a practice flight." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, how funny would that be, dude? I I have to say, this isn't to like take away anything. And honestly, I I try, guys. My my hand on my heart. I tried to figure out what happened with air race x this past week i tried i tried to read up more on it i understand it was a virtual round um i i still haven't seen actual race flying they said it was going to be like you could watch the races live i i couldn't find how to watch it i don't know if there's highlights supposedly god who won what did yoshi win um maroya uh i i don't know but I'm using air quotes here. One, I, I have no idea. Um, it was so confusing to figure out what was going on because there was so much press being pumped out by Martin Sanka, um, um, Mika Brajot, uh Pete McLeod, I think, was po- pushing stuff out. Yoshi, um, who else? Um, Patrick Davidson. But it was like, None of it was like the flying. It was like pushing airplanes out of a hangar. And then like there was a takeoff picture or a takeoff shot. And and then like a dog walking across the hangar and people around. And you're just like, what the fuck is this? What am I Dude, watching? This, this makes the flight simulator air racing thing so much more appealing. Like I I would <laughs> I would I get excited about that at this point than watching um whatever this is, you know. <laughs> It was it was really weird. I I hope whatever they set out, uh, whatever the organizers set out to do, achieved it, and that we can get a physical race. Because obviously, I, I you know, there's a part of me 
you know, we got to get Mikey G back on because um, I'd be curious to see what his take is on on all this. Um, I'm not sure that he would give us the real take on a recorded <laughs> podcast, <laughs> but I, I would imagine that there's probably some conflicting feelings there. Um, obviously, I, I mean, I love air. I thought air racing to me, like Red Bull, that format, obviously the production value was incredible. We've talked about it a ton on the podcast, but the actual format to me was one of the coolest aviation things out there. I love yeah. competition aerobatics. I love aerobatics. I love air shows, but air racing, the Red Bull Air Race series, dude. I, I miss Red it Bull so much. Then like how if Red Bull can't pull it off, like come on. Like yeah, nobody how can. can come in there and be like, oh, oh, I they, Red Bull? Red Bull who? Let me show yeah. you how it's done. Oh, we can do it better. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, I, I don't know where this is going. I, I thought it was really weird because there was a lot of a lot of for for as much press as the pilots were putting out it it was nowhere to be found anywhere else outside of um you know a couple of facebook groups that were created by people and uh, a couple of the pilots doing it and i'm still confused as to what the end goal is i've seen a couple of like 3d models of what they they think they're going to do and it ain't happening they literally they're like here's downtown new york and what we're going to do is make virtual pylons and you're going to race around buildings in between buildings over like densely populated areas for the gold and it's like i i can't tell you how much that's not going to happen i mean this is like uh remember the, <laughs> uh uh i love you uh mr dumovic but Remember that bullshit that was uh for a hot minute the freaking like L39 dogfighting series that like they were going to put some freaking 12 year old in the back seat and have you know these guys fly L39s around and it was going to be a live spectator event and these kids were going to be playing the they were going to shoot the other planes down like a video game or whatever it was uh, maybe they were on the ground but the pilots were in the air it was the dumbest concept and it's like oh yeah no wonder that didn't take off um this is another one where I'm like, you guys think you're going to race above downtown San Francisco or like, I, I don't even know where they were planning on doing this, but like, have you seen the modeling for this? I'll, uh, dude, I'll, I'll try to nice. find it. It's ridiculous. Um, So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I want like, it to come back so bad. Like the tinges of talking about this gets me excited. I'm like seeing, you know, seeing Martin in his race plane and uh, Mika and Patrick, dude, like seeing the race planes, like I love Yoshi's airplane. God, it got me so pumped. And we gotta, yeah. we gotta give a shout out to Mikey G. But I know you, I didn't want to interrupt you on that. Uh, great, no, rant. I, I love, but Mikey. you know, we love you, we love you, Mikey. And if you want to fly a nose wheel cub, you go right ahead. We love you. <laughs> this is what unconditional love is, right? It's I'm willing. It's allowing it's a sacrifice on our part. Yeah, it's it's allowing our our you know our favorite air race and and one of our favorite air show pilots and legend of multiple disciplines if he wants to you know this is kind of like uh that one guy from aerosmith who started painting and his paintings you know it's like oh he's painting now you know i think i think mike is just like you know what i've achieved so much that i'll just go fly a nose wheel cub and just tarnish my legacy I think, but I he, think he wants he, to tarnish his legacy. If he That's dare he's doing. do one of them side parts on his hair 
and does anything that screwed up magnificent that magnificent head of hair then that's i draw the line i i think I he's gonna I, I think he's gonna grow it out and do a man bun that's what i think oh well, i i think I, he's I going can, man bun i can get on board with a man bun can you see can you imagine mikey g with a man bun flying a nose wheel cub around at burning man like he's gonna he's 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 oh, gonna God. go to burning man next year with a man bun and a nose wheel cub dude there that would be, be amazing dry, there would not be a dry crotch around if that happened <laughs> uh listeners could we start a gofundme to to get <laughs> so we can pay mikey g to grow his hair out into a man bun and fly the nose wheel carbon cub to burning man yeah and he's got and like, wear I and wear so- crocs Dude, I want him to wear I'm Crocs. Like, I'm with the Gen Z. Ever, we'll get him some of like some of those like so those those wood bead bracelets and everything like that. You know, Buddhist symbols. Um, you know, a picture of a maybe you get a tattoo of a sun on his arm or something. You know, some type of line art. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Get a henna That'd tattoo. So cool. Yeah, henna tattoo. You know, go like um, homeless retro type fashion. What do you call that? Like uh, homeless chic. Yeah, homeless chic. Clo- yeah, uh, we could set him up. Set him up hundred percent. So he can lose every sponsor he's ever. Had. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm kidding, Mikey, about tarnishing legacy. I love you. Uh, you're the best. But it's just yeah, so do. so funny. Uh, but we don't we don't rag on him for flying Cirruses. Cirri. Cirri, you know those are. Why don't why don't they make a tailwheel Cirrus? Um, I think it throws out the weight and balance of the uh, parachute. I'll buy that. That sounds really <laughs> that sounds really technical and and um, uh, researched. I'll buy that. I like it. Oh god, but yeah, we love Mikey G. And uh, honestly, yeah. I gotta be. Best. I'm gonna be. You might hate me for saying this, but the nose wheel cub that he's flying, the paint scheme is pretty badass and. You know what? I, gosh, I would fly it. <laughs> I really would. <laughs> oh, I'd go. I'd go fly it. Absolutely. It's just it's yeah. super weird. Um, but I, uh, it, it just looks funny, right? Because it's a cub. Yeah. You know, it just looks funny. But it's the paint job's freaking awesome. I'm sure it flies. I'm sure it's great. Julian's got style, man. I feel like I want him to like. I want to hire him as an interior designer for my house. I wonder what his house looks like all like, you know, like past Ghoulian extra schemes on in every room. Oh, this is the um, air show buzz bedroom. If you want to stay in here and uh, oh, are you staying in the Goodyear room? Okay. Here's the Goodyear room. (laughs) Like every, uh, the problem with Mike is that every room, every spare bedroom, right? Like he's got, yeah, he, he has a mansion for sure. And there's like, like 22 bedrooms, right? But all of them are trophy rooms. So there's there's 22 guest beds or 20. Well, we'll say he's got like, you know, three, three bedrooms are like taken right for the family. So like, you know, 18 or 19 guest bedrooms, but they're all trophy rooms. So like it's like, oh, this is the, you know, um, 91 to 92 era uh, trophy room that you're going to be staying in. And they're all themed, right? They're, it's like, oh, you're staying in the uh, yeah, you're staying in the in the Red Bull wing this weekend. Well, that would be yeah. uh, that would be the suite, the Red Bull suite, the suite, the Red Bull suite, and it would just be like yeah. refrigerated Red Bull. Every everything would be Red Bull themed. Like there'd be like oh, the man. front end of the Mini Cooper on the wall is wall art. I would pay yeah. to stay in the Red Bull suite at Mike Gulen's house. I would have. Where I would, would the, Where would the Reebok room be? 
<laughs> yes. I feel no, like, dude, like the Reebok Matt group Chapman is reserved the- that for the next year every day because he loves every Reeboks. Day. <laughs> yeah. Just to go find a- Matt's searching for a lock of uh, Mikey G's hair down there. The bathroom I, is dude, the flight unlimited room. <laughs> the basement, the basement's the Reebok room. And there's a, there's a cap hanging from the roof in the basement. Like, it's like, how the fuck did you even get it in there? They had to take it, yeah. take it apart piece by piece, rebuild it, hang it from the roof in the basement. Yeah, the freaking microwave is sponsored by Avidyne. <laughs> All the TVs are Garmin screens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like the uh, the bathroom, the toilet, the flush handle is the pull handle for the parachute from the Cirrus. <laughs> oh my god, uh, I love that. We have to. So I have happy. to run because I got to get back to work, and we've been recording for an hour. But we have to delve back into if aerobatic pilots ran hotels what their hotels would would be interior designed as <laughs> oh this is a great idea this yes. is a great idea i Rob mean Holl- Rob, like i'm not even gonna say because i don't want to ruin the skit for next week's episode no. but Let's like save just it. A, yeah just food for thought rob holland's hotel what would that what yeah. would you guys think that that looks like <laughs> oh man oh uh, i'm do- okay i'm pumped about this we, we gotta because there's some there's some good stuff here yeah yeah because we did we did uh what did we do? Uh, we did coffee to aerobatic airplanes, and now yeah. we're going to do uh, air show performers to hotels. This is yep. going to be good. Um, Can't wait. All right. Um, before before you get out of here, I know you got to get out of here. Let's do we do we do some predictions for whack? I feel like we're going to record before it starts. It starts on the twenty fourth. I guess we are going to record before we could. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. If you listen to this on Thursday, the nineteenth, uh, we'll get a maybe we'll get another recording and uh, maybe we'll do it uh, Monday because that's yeah. I guess that'll be the start. Uh, but then we could you know maybe do predictions for the start of the yeah, week because then we could see who's all signed up and who's really going. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, best of luck, um, Duncan Corbell's the uh, contest director. You know, um, give him some love, give him some help. You know, as with every contest, uh, the volunteers make it make it go. Okay, so. Um, donate figure one, help out, uh, the funding there and, um, you yep. know, give all your resources out there to whack and, uh, in Gene Nevada and we wish Buy everybody shirt. best of luck. Buy shirt. Absolutely. Buy shirt. And, uh, yeah, good luck to everybody out there. Have fun. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll come back <laughs> with some predictions. Love it. Yeah. Thank you to fly good merch, fly good merch.com. Use the promo code. Acro, A-K-R-O at checkout for 10% off the entire website. And go buy some uh, Fly Cool Shit shirts. We have Fly Cool Shit and FCS Podcast. And I promise one of these days, I have the stickers in hand that say FCS Podcast. So if you don't want to have the word shit on your luggage, um, I personally put Fly Cool Shit stickers on all my kids' luggage. Um, and everybody gives them funny, you know, funny looks. In fact, I dropped I dropped the kids off at school with a fly cool shit shirt on, and I get I get weird looks from the parents. It's it's awesome, but um, if it. you don't want those weird looks, FCS podcast right takes the takes the shit out of it, and uh, you can still represent the uh, the uh, the podcast. And we uh, absolutely appreciate all the 100 percent of the proceeds go back into feeding the podcast, server costs, and all that stuff. Flycoolshit.com slash merch and uh, whack w a a c two zero two three dot com. It's where you can go. Uh, you can uh, figure out how to donate to figure one on there. Um, you can donate to um, 
gosh, I think you could donate to the IAC on here. They've got a bunch of donate um, uh, amounts here, but definitely to figure one. And there's a, there's a button right there that you can donate. So go donate. And we will talk to y'all next week. Later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 